0: Welcome to Global River Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit globalriver.org. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is not a suggestion. The Bible says, let everything and everyone that has breath praise the Lord. Are we excited in the house of the Lord this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful for your faithfulness, for your kindness towards us. Lord, we are completely indebted to you. Our salvation and everything that follows You are extravagant in your love, in your mercy, in your kindness, in your favor, in everything that you do for us. Even when we go through trials, difficulties, sickness, uh, lack, Lord, you never leave us. Because you said in your word, you will never leave us, you never forsake us. And you are a good father. Lord, you've been teaching me over the last several months, the heart of the father, How much you care for us. You think of the best father in the world. Multiply it a thousandfold. Cannot even touch how the father relates with us. He is the absolute best father. Lord, we just thank you. Holy Spirit, it's your time. Speak through me. I yield myself completely through you. None of me. Lord, use me as your vessel this morning to speak your word, to speak truth in love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lord. I love Global River Church. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Glory to God. Um, I started preaching a long time ago in college. And the first time I preached, I froze. I couldn't say a word. I was so nervous. I prepared. I spent two weeks to prepare. But when I got up to speak, I froze. So don't be discouraged <laughs> if, you, if you are uh, camera shy or people shy. Sometimes God will take you through a process and, and develop you to a sharp threshing instrument. Amen? Amen. Sometimes I, I look at uh, what God is doing in my life in this season and I'm like, who is this guy? I'm serious. Who's this guy? Because um, I always tell people like Coach Mike and people that are closer to me, like, I'm an introvert. And they're like, yeah, right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I bring a word of the Lord to us this morning. And I'm trusting the Holy Spirit that our heart will receive it. That it will bring hope and faith and strength you know, in the hearts of many, many today, especially on every pulpit, Roe v. Wade is going to be front and center. We thank God for this major stroke of the mighty hand of God. We magnify the name of the Lord. I looked this morning, as I was praying, you know, preparing, praying, my they're just praying in tongues. And I wanted to see the exact date that Roe V. Wade was signed into law. It was January 22nd, 1973. So we've looked at almost 49 years. January of next year would have been 50 years that this law has been an instrument from hell Amen. to decimate destinies in America. But because the church of the Lord Jesus Christ has been crying and praying and interceding, the hand of God moved. Hallelujah. 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 And it's not over. So I want us to be prepared. We got some message, even in the tents this uh, Friday, that there will be a reaction from hell. It's already happening. There will be a riot, there will be protests, there will even be curfew that will be coming. So I want us to be prepared as a church, be prayed up, put your love tank on, and begin to declare the word of the Lord, no matter what is happening. Now, speak the word of God in truth and in love. Amen. No hate. No argument, no fighting, just speak the truth of the word of God. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 4, The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. We know this scripture is speaking about unbelievers, people that are not born again, people that have not given their heart to the Lord. But I also want to speak to the body of Christ this morning, Global River Church and the body of Christ at large. There are many in the body of Christ that are muzzled, M-U-Z-Z-L-E-D, because they don't want to offend anybody. Jesus, when he was on the earth, offended people. Right. 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 Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Am I speaking this morning? Right. They don't want to offend anybody. So they right. put their Christianity in their pocket. Right. They, they put their Christianity in their handbags because I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Right. You at some point, you know. <laughs> When you look at the word of God, when you look at the heroes of faith, at some point you have to make a declaration. Whoever is on the Lord's side, let him stand. Whoever is on the Lord's side, let him stand. Come on, church. The three Hebrew boys, the three Hebrew boys, when they stood at the entrance of the fiery furnace, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. They are looking at sudden hand, but they stood their ground. But God is raising a mighty army in these last days, in this season that we are in, that will be s- strong in their faith. Now, I'm not saying go and be burning bridges and doing riots. No, no, no. I'm saying be firm in your faith. You know, there are people that God has placed in Bruce's life that I will never reach. There is a sphere of influence that the Father has given you that I will never reach. God has put you there as his voice. Open your mouth and speak. I'm using Bruce as an example. Open your mouth and speak. Right. You know, when Roe v. Wade, you know, the news came out, I posted just one thing on, on Facebook. And majority of the people, you know, in my circle, they liked it, they commented. And, but there was one person that put a lengthy comment there, obviously on the other side. <laughs> my heart breaks. Because this scripture, 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, The Bible says the God of this world has blinded the minds. They don't see it. They don't see what we see. They don't understand what we know. So it's not their fault. So you need to have that understanding as you interact with people. They don't see what we see. They are blinded. Remember Saul before he became Paul. This guy was gung-ho. He was 110 percent even better than most believers, but he was running the opposite direction until he encountered Jesus on the road to Damascus. And when he did, he made a 180 degree and he was running 500 miles an hour for Jesus. When the gospel gets into the earth, into the heart, into the heart of men, rather, the Bible says, the entrance of the word giveth light. When the word of God enters people and they receive it, light bursts forth automatically. You don't have to preach to them. You don't have to announce to them that they need to align with the word of God. When they receive that word, they automatically align. So you are God's mouthpiece. You are God's mouthpiece. You are God's mouthpiece. God has sent you with the sphere of influence he has given you to be his voice. To be his voice. Remember Mordecai and the time that they were going to kill all the Jews. Mordecai sent a message to Esther. He said, I want you to help us. We are in trouble and Esther looked at the costs this is big if I go into the king without an invitation I'm a dead woman I don't understand that she's your wife how are you going to kill your wife but that's the law of the land and Mordecai said if you don't do anything God will raise help another way So if you allow yourself to be muzzled, you are going to give account before God one day. Amen? Whether it's the abortion thing or the uh, same-sex thing and all of that stuff, speak the truth in love. Amen? The goal of Satan and his kingdom is to silence the church. The preaching of the gospel is critical to the conscience of a nation or a people. That's why he's silencing the church. He's attempting to silence the church. Because now when you speak like this, it's considered hate speech. Now we have a fundamental right that allows us freedom of speech in this nation. And we also have religious rights. My Bible tells, I'm only preaching the Bible. I'm just preaching the Bible. Glory to God. That's what the enemy is trying to do. If you go to Romans chapter 10, Romans chapter 10, this is just preamble. God help me. The Lord will help me. I know. He always does. I really. Um, for a long time now, when I need to preach, I really get nervous. But because of what I'm going to be speaking on this morning, I feel, uh, you know, I was talking to Teresa earlier, I feel a holy hall. Romans chapter 10, beginning from verse 8. The Bible says, But what does he say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim, we preach, that if you confess them, With the Lord Jesus, sorry, rather, that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Verse number 13. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord, black, white, green, yellow, purple, it doesn't matter, shall be saved. Now look at verse number 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? You are a preacher. You may not have a platform, but you are a preacher. In the sphere that God has called you into, you are his voice. Open your mouth and speak. Amen. Yeah. Open your mouth and speak. Hallelujah. Now speak the truth in love. But speak. Speak the word of God. 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4. This was all notes that God gave me this morning. It's not even in my prepared material. Glory to God. 2 Timothy chapter 4. I think I have it here. How many of us are doing that? You know, if, if, you, if you are spiritually sensitive, you see what God has been doing this morning. Yes. They are all falling in line with everything that we've been hearing. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. I charge you. This is Paul writing to Timothy. He said, I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, not opinion. Preach the word, not what is happening in the society. Now, we need to speak to society. But my charge from the Lord is to preach the word preach the word. Women, preach the word. Men, preach the word. Youth, preach the word. And he said, preach the word in season and out of season. When it's convenient and when it's not convenient, preach the word. Let your life preach the word. Open your mouth and preach the word. Is somebody hearing in this morning? Preach the word. He said, I charge you, my son, Timothy. I charge you. It's a military command. It's not a maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. I charge you. And that's what the Lord is saying to his church this morning. I charge you. Preach the word. Don't argue with people. Preach the word. This is what the Bible says. This is why I believe it. This is what the word says. This is why I believe it. Glory to God. Preach the word. Hallelujah. In season and out of season. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Is this blessing somebody this morning? Hallelujah. I think I'm gonna make it. Second Chronicles. (laughs) Glory to God. Second Chronicles. I think I'm gonna shorten the message as best as I can. Second Chronicles. Chapter number 26. As we are opening into that, I want to honor Pastor Tom and the leadership of Global River Church. I'm telling you, I'm blessed that I'm part of this church. Amen? I am blessed. I'm learning so much in many, many areas of ministry, of the word of God, I'm learning so much. And I'm honoring them because they stand for truth. They are not backing down. They are not watering down the word of God. We see, and I'm going to say this, the Lord was speaking to me this morning, and I believe it's a prophetic word. There are many that are in the forefront in the church today that their lights, their candlestick will be taken out. God has given them a voice, and they've compromised. God has given them platform; they've compromised. They sugar coated the word of God. They they, they preach seeker sensitive messages, and they have millions that are following them. And they are not preaching the truth. They are not speaking to the, to the to the to the to the to the society. God is, you know, God gave me the 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 analogy in Revelation when God was speaking about the churches. Your lampstand their influence will just begin to wane. And God is raising up a grassroots of men and women, young, on fire for God, that are not going to back down, that are not going to water down the truth, nameless, faceless people that will be rising in this season, mark it down that will speak truth in every sphere of society in America, that would declare from coast to coast yes. the word of the living God, un- unwatered down word of the living God. Right, right. I'm not calling any names. God gave them a platform for a reason, but they have not used it. And God is patient, he watches, He sends messages to them. He sends prophets to them. He sends messages to them. But because they don't want to offend this person and that person, and so they water down their message, and their message is almost like a motivational message. Watch it. God is about to move. What you've seen in the Supreme Court is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. It's going to begin to cascade down. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not time for us to put down our swords. It's not time for us to, oh, thank God, you know, Roe v. Wade is done. No, no, no. Now is the time to sharpen the sword, (laughs) strap up in the Holy Ghost. Strap up in the Holy Ghost and put your love on the armor of light. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Second Chronicles 26. The Bible talked about this young man, Uzziah. Now all the people of Judah took Uzziah who was 16 years old, think about it, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. He built a lot and restored it to Judah after the king rested with his father. Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king, and he reigned for 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecoliath of Jerusalem, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. He sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Now he went out and made war against the Philistines, and he broke down the walls of God, the walls of Jabnet, the walls of Ashdod, and built cities around Ashdod and among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines, against the Arabians who lived in Golba, against the Me- Meunites, verse 8, and the Ammonites brought trib- tributes to Uzziah. His fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt, for he became exceedingly strong. And Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, at the valley gate, at the corner buttress of the wall. Then he fortified them. Then he built towers in the desert. He dug wells, for he had much livestock, both in the lowlands and in the plains. And he had farmers and vine dressers in the mountains and in camel, for he loved the soul. Moreover, Uzziah had an army of fighting men who went out to war by companies, according to the number of their rule, as prepared by Jahel the scribe and Messiah the the officer under the hand of Ananiah, one of the king's captain. The total number of the chief officers of the mighty men of valor was 2,600. Under the authority was an army of and 7,500, a lot of people, that made war with mighty power to help the king against his enemy. Verse number 14. Then Uzziah prepared for them, for the entire army, shields, spears, helmets, body armors, bows, and slings to cast stone for he made devices in Jerusalem invented by skillful men to bring to be on the towers rather and the corners to shoot arrows large stones so his fame spread far and wide for he was marvelously helped till he became strong he was marvelously helped my message this morning is a continuation of the message I preached last time not the Pentecost Who is your God? Who is your source? We are going into a season right now, over the next several weeks and the next several years, where it will be very clear, who is your God? God. Your faith will be tested. My faith will be tested. We have to learn to depend on him and him alone. I'm going to read a story to you. I found... On the internet I think it's true it's it's a true story <laughs> glory to God God I want to say this God is the source of all our lives your only help I'm going to emphasize that your only help a rich man was interviewed on an Israeli TV program. He was a billionaire. He was asked if he had ever been surprised by anything. He said yes. On one of his many trips around the world, a Christian man shocked him with his belief or his faith. This is a story that he told. In the streets of Jerusalem one day, I looked directly inside a church, and I saw a man extending his hand, a clenched palm, towards heaven. It was after the afternoon prayer. Everyone else had finished praying and they have left, but he remained praying. The man was curious. I went inside the church to see the man's face, and I saw him in tears as he was praying fervently. I waited patiently until he was done with his prayer. Then I asked him, what's the problem? Then he said he had an urgent need for $10,000 for his wife who was in the hospital. I said, is this why you are praying so passionately? He said, yes. Coincidentally, this is the billionaire. I had exactly $10,000 cash in my pocket. So I counted the money and gave it to him. Without waiting to thank me first, he prostrated instantly to God, to begin to thank God. Then he stood up and thanked me too. Bewildered by his attitude, I told him how impressed I was. So I extended my card containing my direct line and direct email. Now I'm going to pause. If, you, if this was you, this is a miracle, right? You got the $10,000 you needed. God answered your prayer. On top of that, now you're connected to a billionaire. Amen. The guy got boatloads of money. Are y'all with me? He yeah. got money? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm impressed by you. Anytime you need anything, money, any amount, call me directly. No matter what time of day, you shall have it. Now, this is what shocked him because they asked him, well, you, have you been surprised by anything before? This is what shocked him. The man shocked me. He refused my offer. Now I'm going to pause again in bracket, How many of us will actually refuse that offer? Now we have to check our heart. Amen. Because we are going to tell ourselves, this is the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in my eyes. Glory to God. I got a piggy bank. A very big one too. But the man said, no, I don't need it. Now I want us to see the lesson that God, because when I saw this, I took it. I dumped it in my iPad. I meditate on it. But while I was preparing the message, the Lord said, I want you to start with that. Now, this is what happened. The TV host was also surprised. You remember it's an interview on TV, on live TV, maybe, or recorded TV. Why did he reject your offer? Then the billionaire said, his reason made me a changed man. Answered the young billionaire. What was his reason? The impatient TV host asked. Well, in his word, he said, no thanks, I won't call you when I need anything or money. I will call the one that sent you. I will not call you. I will call the one that sent you. I don't need to call you. I will call the one that sent you. Amen. Because billionaires come and go. Ah ay, 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 ay. Millionaires come and go. But our God standeth sure. Ay, 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 ay. He was not elected, so you can't fire him. Ah! Uh, he was not elected, so you can't fire him. He is El Shaddai? Amen. Am I preaching this morning? He is El Shaddai the more than enough God? The more than enough God? The more than enough God? Hallelujah. I won't need to call you. I will talk to him that sent you. Come on, church. More than enough. Aye, 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 aye. Now, we are talking about resources, we are talking about money. Now, think about it. If this man changed his source to this billionaire, And let's assume that the billionaire continues to become a billionaire. The only thing that the billionaire can provide is money. But Jesus is the source of everything. You need deliverance, go to him. You need money, go to him. You need provision, go to him. You need healing, go to him. You need salvation, go to him. him. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ in America needs to turn their eyes back to the source. We have created many sources. That's the truth. I live in America. If you go to other parts of the world, like Africa, uh, South America, where healthcare is not great, Jesus, like Pastor will say, many, many, many of his travels, either Jesus does it or you are done there's no insurance there's no doctors there's nothing so it makes you focused one-minded ah yeah 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 I won't need to call you but I will call the one that sent you you need to evaluate your life you need to evaluate your heart who is your source amen Truly, who is your source? Truly, who is truly my, is it your bank account? Is it your 401k? Thank God for that. Is it your job, your experience, your expertise? All of those are gifts from God. I told us the last time, whatever you have is a gift from him. And so that will help you to put pride at bay. Because the Bible says God resists the proud. Ah, he resists the proud. He sees them from afar. But anyone that humbles himself is accepted by him. Who is your source? If you look at the story that we read, Uzziah was 16 years old. A 16-year-old doesn't even know how to drive. Most 16-year-olds don't know how to drive. Some of them do. Now you are making him A king! A king! In charge of the nation of Israel. Are you kidding me? You better trust God. The Bible told us, let's look at a couple of things that the Bible told us about this man. He said he was 16 years old. The Bible mentioned it twice. But when you look at verse number four, the Bible said he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to what his fathers did. We talked about this about Father's Day. Fathers have a lot of influence on their children, the children are watching. He followed in the footstep of his father and did what was right in the sight of the Lord. And he sought God. That's the biggest key. He sought God. He he looked to God as his source. God was his source. And you saw all the accomplishment to the point that the Bible said he became strong. And then the next verse, exceedingly strong. And... When you look at it in the natural, you see all these people that God has surrounded him with, harming officials, warring men that created, invented things to fight wars, people that made bows and arrows, the, the people that were bringing resources into the bank of the king, he became very rich, very strong as a, as a warrior, as a king. The source of his strength is God. If God is your source, you will go far. If you are your source, you is on your own. Excuse my French. If you are your source, you are on your own. If, if anything other than God is your true source. I'm not saying don't get a job. I'm not saying don't do what we do as a business. But in somewhere right here, right here. Because whoever is your source is right here, is king of your heart. <laughs> so that's where, it, that's where it is. If you are focused on your bank account, if you are focused on whatever you have, and that is your source, God knows. God knows. The Bible says the foundation of the Lord standard show, having this seal, let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. In fact, before that I said, the Lord knows those who are his. Let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Who is your source? Who is your source? Because we are running out of time, I'm going to go fast. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 23, verse number 5, will you set your eyes on that which is not... For riches certainly make themselves wings, and they fly away like an eagle toward heaven. NLT says, in the blink of an eye, wealth disappears. For it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. If you put your trust in your money, your resources, your energy, that's the wrong motive, my brothers and sisters. Put your faith in God. Put your trust in God. You have heard the term self-made man, self-made millionaire. In my opinion, this is the height of arrogance or at best, ignorance. Arrogance or at best, ignorance. Whatever you are, I want you to hear me, hear me really good. Whatever you are, whoever you are, whatever you become, whatever you achieve, whatever you have accomplished... It's not merely because of your effort or hard work or tenacity or grit. Ha, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are people that have put the same effort, maybe multiplied over, and they don't have the result you have. So it's not so much that you work hard. Thank God for that. And you should be happy that you are not lazy. Because if you are lazy, you need to quit that. If you are lazy, the Bible says, he that does not work should not eat. That's another side that sometimes pastors shy away from saying, but not this pastor. You know he's going to tell you the truth. (laughs) He that does not work should not eat. But there's also a place for brothers and sisters to support one another and help in the time of need. I'm not saying that if you are in dire straits, you is on your own. I'm not saying that. But there's a place for you to get a job and believe God and work hard and trust God to prosper you in that job. Amen? Amen. Amen. But there's also a place for brothers to support one another. And if God is putting something in your heart to do, do it. Do it as unto the Lord. Remember the story I told us last time. Whatever you give is a gift that you are, you are it's a loan to you. It's a loan. Yes, Remember the rich fool? Yes, Enough said. I'm not going to elaborate because of time. The Bible says in Psalm 127 verse number one, except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain those that build it, Except the Lord watch over the city, the watchman stay awake in vain. It's vain for you to get up early, go to bed late, eat the bread of sorrow. For so he giveth or gives his beloved sleep. He's saying you get up early, you are the first one to get up, you are the last one to leave. There's nothing wrong with that, but except God is in the equation, it's in vain. Aye, 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 aye. In First Corinthians chapter number one, First Corinthians one, twenty six to thirty one, the Bible says, For you see your calling. Now it's speaking to the call of God on our life, which by the way, every one of you has a call on your life. You see, you're calling brethren. How that not many wise after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble—noble speak of nobility, kingship—are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise, to put to shame the wise. The God has chosen the weak. Things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. So when, when God is looking at resume and profile of who He wants to use, He's looking for the weak things of this world, the despised things of this world, and I ah, yeah yeah yeah. I wish I had more time. And the base things of this world, which are despised, God has chosen, and the things which are not, which are zero, to bring to nothing those who are mighty. Verse number 29, that no flesh should glory in his presence. I told us last time that God will not share his glory. He will not share his glory. If you touch his glory, you are done. He will not share his glory. No matter who you are, we are vessels in the hand of the Lord. God flows through us, but you are in Christ, verse 30, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That as it's written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. So there's a, there's a window that God gives us that we can glory, but glory in the Lord. Paul said, if I boast, I boast in the Lord. So I can speak of God's goodness in my life and you won't see it as pride because I'm boasting in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Every one of us in this room, we can tell stories. If I give you a mic for two hours, you can tell stories of the goodness of God in your life. Amen. Amen. You can tell stories. You can write volumes. That's us glorying in the Lord. Glory to God. What is the profile of a man that God helps? A man that acknowledges him as the source. You know, when we did Father's Day, you know, many, I think two Father's days ago or something like that, I spoke about the Father as the source. One of the definitions of the Father is the source. So once you have in your heart, I'm not talking about head knowledge. I'm not even talking about what we do when we lift up holy hands and all, when you are by yourself, the way you think, the way you actually see things, that God, you are my source. You know what that does? He helps you to believe God. Because if you think about it, you know, like, I think, was it pastor that told the story? Uh, or I can't remember who told the story, but somebody told a story recently that's similar to the one I share with you. And it was... A woman that needed something. I think it was Pastor. A woman that needed something. And he was going to buy a house or something like that. And it was like a lot of money. $700,000 that's needed. And when he was having the meeting with the realtors and the people that are putting the loan together. He said, okay, where is the source of your income? He said, don't worry, my daddy's got it. Don't worry about that, my daddy's got it. I keep those stories in my heart. So that's when I'm going through stuff, I, re, I bring them out. I say, my daddy's got it. Somebody say, my daddy's got it. Daddy's got it. No, no, you didn't believe me. Somebody say, my daddy's got it. Daddy's got it. The Bible said... The silver and the gold belongs to him. The thousand cattle upon the thousand hills belong to him. Even the, 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 uh, the, 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 the hills, the thousand hills belong to him. The, 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 what is it called? The plants that the cattle graze on on the hills belong to him. Everything belongs to him. I think it's very, very wise. Very, very wise to make him your source. Amen. It's very, very wise. I mean, let's think about it. Come on. We have nuggets, right? Let's just think about it. You got somebody that is inexhaustible, that has no beginning, no end. His bank account is never closed. In fact, there's no measure to what he has. I'm not just talking about money. Anything and everything you will ever need. Amen. He has on handing warehouses of body parts, of money, of provision, of deliverance, of everything you will ever need. Why would I trust myself? I am too small. Help me tell your neighbor I am too small to sponsor my life. Come on, say it. I am too small to sponsor my life. I am too small, too small. I don't care how much you have in the bank. You are too small to sponsor your life. That's why you look to daddy. Hi, 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 That's why you look to daddy. Daddy's got it. Ah, uh, If you don't remember anything today, remember, daddy's got it. I'm about to run. Daddy's got it! He's got it. He's got it. He's got your healing. He's got your deliverance. He's got your salvation of your family. He's got your lifting. He's got it. Look to him. Stop looking at man. Stop looking at yourself. You are too small. Poquito. Poquita. Poquita, poquito. Chiquito, small, little, infinitesimal, you are too small. Amen. Look to him, Amen. the greater I am. Amen. Those that look to him in the years past, they were never put to shame. Come on, church. Are you hearing me? So no matter what is going on in your life, health scare, health problems... Doctors saying this, it's getting from bad to worse. It's getting from bad to worse. I remember John chapter number 11. One of my favorite passages in scripture. Jesus was the son, or the friend rather, of Lazarus and his sisters. Now, Lazarus was sick. They sent message to Jesus. He got the text. You know how on on iPhone you you will know when somebody sees your text? Am I speaking to myself? You can tell when somebody's seeing your text on WhatsApp and on many of the apps that you have, you can tell that Coach Mike read my text. He's just choosing not to respond. (laughs) Glory to God. I'm just playing. He's my man. I'm just playing. They sent a message to Jesus, and it looked like God was playing footsie. He's not coming. And then things went from bad to worse. To the point that Lazarus is dead. Friend of Jesus. I see many friends of Jesus here. I see many sons and daughters in the house. Friend of Jesus. You know the story. And then finally, Jesus showed up. And Mary and Martha, they said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. I'm telling you, that's not in my notes. My brother would not have died. If, but, yeah, you know, whatever you want to do now. But you know the story. Jesus said, did I not say to you, if you will believe, you will see the glory of the Lord. If you will just believe my, my daughter, my son, you will see the glory of the Lord. And you know the story. Jesus stood at the tomb of Lazarus, and he said, Lazarus, come forth. Like he was ordering pizza. (laughs) Lazarus, come forth. Come forth. (laughs) Glory to God. And Lazarus came forth. I speak to you this morning by the unction of the Holy Ghost, everything that is dead or dying in your life, I command it to come forth in the name of Jesus. I declare life to everything that is dying or dead in the name of Jesus. I declare life in the name of Jesus. My mouth is a weapon. Your mouth is a weapon. Especially for the prophetic office, their mouth is their weapon. So I declare life in that situation now in the name of Jesus. They look to him. He is their source. The Bible said about King Uzziah, as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Pastor was talking about that. Come to Friday, come to Monday. You know, we know our schedules are different. So no condemnation. But if you are supposed to be there and you are not there because you want to live at the beach, there's time for the beach and there's time for church. Amen? So I'm not saying don't go to the beach. I go to the beach. But there are times that you are supposed to be there. You just know. For example, recently, um, I got a prophetic word. Everyone, Most of you guys were there. I forget the name of this couple that came to preach in the tent in the old tent Um, no not not Nixon the the next couple the two husband and wife yeah so that night I was debating whether to come or not because I was tired I didn't want to come I was tired but I said no I'm going I'm gonna go sometimes you have to do that on days that you feel like not going there's always a blessing that's in store so I came and you know I'm a preacher by the grace of God yeah. by the grace of God no no pride or anything I'm a preacher by the grace of God so while he was preaching when he started I'm telling you my heart amen because I know it goes on in all of y'all's out too when he started I was like, I know the text for the first two minutes, I was having a dialogue in my head. I know the text and can even quote some of the verses. But then I said, shut up. I, I corrected myself. Shut up and listen. Shut up and listen. I'm being vulnerable. So I sat down and I began to receive the word. I began to receive the word. I didn't even know that the couple was prophetic. I was just receiving the word. I was in church. I'm going to receive the word. At the end of the service... When I saw that, there was a shift. I could feel it in the atmosphere. All of a sudden, this lady came and then began to prophesy to this person, to that person, to that person. I was like, what? We just jump into some damn here. Glory to yeah. God. What is going on? And then she called me and began to prophesy. Now, what she said to me, God already said it to me. So it was a confirmation. I, I don't know why God does that. In fact, I did not ask God to confirm the apostolic he had told me that i was like huh i'm still trying to wrap my head around the prophetic I'm apostolic. What, what am i supposed to do with that but then i i got other words from other sources so what happened that day i would have missed it that's what i'm trying to say if you are supposed to be there be there i know not you can't come to every program that we have during the week i get that because you have a job and you have other things you are doing but if God is prompting your heart to be there, be there. Even if you are the only one there. Amen. And when you are there, let your heart be open to, re- to receive. Whoever is speaking. Oh, I like bishop when he preach. I like pastor when he preaches. When that person preaches, not so much. I know, I know, I know that happens. That's the truth. I'm just telling the truth. I'm, I'm reading y'all's mail. But open your heart anyway and receive the word. The word is not about the messenger. It's about the message. That's right. That's right. It's not about the messenger. My style may be different than this other person or that person. And you like this style more than that. That's fine. That's human preference. But receive the word. Because you might miss out on your blessing. Remember Elijah and Elisha. Elijah, Elijah said, I'm going. God is going to take me today. I'm, I'm done with my note because time is gone already. God is going to take me today, and He said, "If you will see me when I'm caught, then you get the double. If you see me, so He had a choice. He had to keep his eyes glued on the man, avoid distraction. The sons of the prophet were trying to distract him. He said, "Shut up! I know he's going to be taken away." And then sorrow was probably creeping up in his heart. My, my master is leaving. But he kept his gaze. He kept his eyes on the price, on the source. And when the chariot came, he said, my father, my father, the chariot of his, and he got the double portion of the anointing. So what God wants me to say to us this morning is, who is your source? Again, this is the second part of the message that I preached the last time. Who is your source? Is it daddy or your bank account? Yes, it's good to have bank account, I have it. 401k, 403B, all of that stuff. You you got that. That's great. Use it. But make sure right here. He is your source. Who is your source? Hallelujah. Now I'm gonna read this verse and I'm gonna hopefully wrap it up. Psalm fifty verse number seven to twelve. Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel, and I will testify against you. I am God, your God. You know, one of the things that's very interesting about our relationship with God is God will make statements that borders on pride. I am God, your God. You know why you can say that? Because he's God. I can't say that. Because I'm not God, but God can say I am God. Now, look at what he's saying here. He said, I will not rebuke you for your sacrifices or your burnt offerings. I won't do that. Which are continually before me. That's not a big deal. I will not take the bull, take a bull from your house, nor goat from your fold. In other words, I won't just go in your backyard and take a bull and take a goat. <laughs> coming to it. I'm coming to something. for. Every beast of the forest is mine. And the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the mountains. I know them because I made them. I know them by name. And the wild beasts. And then it's now said, if I was hungry, am I going to call you? Verse 12, if I were hungry, would I tell you, James. If I was hungry, I'm God. If I was hungry, you are not capable to meet my need, more or less. I am God. For the world is mine and all the fullness thereof. Meaning that you need to change source. If your source has been fixed on something else, you need to change source. Especially in the season that we are stepping into. (laughs) It, our faith is going to be tested. Who is your source? Who is your source? Glory to God. There's a, there's a song that we sing in, in my home country. I'm going to try to sing it. I think you, you guys will like it. And it's very simple. There is something that makes me run into your presence, my helper. Nobody knows it, okay. There is something that makes me run into your presence, my helper. My helper, oh, my helper, my helper, oh, my helper. There is something that makes me run into your presence, my helper. It is your mercy that makes me run into your presence, my helper. You can put other words. It is your favor that makes me run into your presence, my helper. My helper, oh, my helper. My helper. You are looking at a made man. I'm a made man. He made me. He packaged my life. What you are seeing is Jesus. (laughs) I'm a made man. And he's just getting started. Because the Bible says as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. As long as his gaze is to the source, God made him to prosper. He became strong and exceedingly strong. I'm talking about King Uzziah. As long as you keep your eyes on him, he will take care of it. Daddy's got it. Daddy's got it. You know, when you go to God for anything, you know, Pastor Terry or Pastor Tom or myself or anybody, you go to God for anything. It's not like humans that we are going to look at, let me check my bank account or let me check my contacts. Let me, ch- let me try to do something. No. He already has it. You didn't hear me. He already has it. Glory to God. He's not going to try to drum it up. He's my helper. Who is your helper? Who is your source? Habba. Papa. Daddy's got it. Daddy's got it. Daddy's got it. So I want you to take this moment. We have like two more minutes. I apologize. We started late. So it's not really my fault per se. I'm just saying. I want us to take a moment to rekindle. You know, we've done that already with our worship today. But I want you to tell him, Lord, you are Abba. You are my source. And there are some things that you have been believing God for. That it looks very difficult. It looks unlikely. God relishes in showing himself strong in difficult matters. (laughs) Matters that doctors have said, there's nothing we can do anymore. It's just a matter of time. Matters that doctors say, there's no solution. We've done every therapy. We've given you every drug. There's nothing we can do to help. So I want you to take a moment, if you can stand up so that you don't sleep. Just let's stand up. I, I, We're done. We're done. I have much more to say, but time is gone. You get the message. You got the message. He is your source. He is your source. He is your source. So I want you to pray. Take a moment and pray right now. Take a moment and talk to the Lord. Lord, you are my source. Any area where there is pride in my life, Lord, I repent, I lay them down. I lay them down. Pride stinks. In the nostrils of the Lord. You know, somebody can be broke and be full of pride. Broke as a church rat. We don't have church rats. But broke, you know what I mean. And still be full of pride. So it's not a matter of how much money you have that determines whether you carry pride or not. So I want us to tell God, Lord, I look to you only. I thank God for my doctors, I thank God for the medicine, I thank God for credit card and what the bank is offering me, but Lord, I change source. I change source today. I want us to pray. I want you to pray. I want you to pray and tell God, Lord, you are my source. And this is not a one and done prayer. It's a heart attitude, a heart posture that you have to maintain no matter what, no matter what is happening, you maintain that. Lord, you are my source. I look at my girls. I have four daughters, meaning four weddings, right? <laughs> but daddy's got it. Amen. Daddy's got it. Amen. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. The weddings will be fantastic. Yeah. It will be the talk of the town because my dad is rich. Amen. My daddy's rich. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not bluffing. That's where my trust is. That's where my hope is. It's not some money that I've saved up. There's not enough money I can save up. Trust me. There's not enough money I can save up for four weddings. But my daddy's got it. So I want us to turn our heart to him this morning. Lord, as a church, as Global River Church, even in our planning, our conversations, any area where we have pride or where we've put you as number two, He doesn't like number two. He likes to be number one. He's either number one or he's not playing. If he's not number one, he's not playing. You need to know that. If he's not number one, he's not playing. So turn your heart towards him. Thank God for the doctor. Take the medicine, take the pills, take, take the therapy or whatever. But look to him as your healer. Look to him as your financial source. You Look to him as the one that will open the door. Look to him as the one that will open the gates. Remember the story of the man that I read to you. He said, I won't call you. I will call the one that sent you. When God hears something like that, what does he do to his heart? Look at my son. Look at my daughter. They trust me. Amen. They trust me. And it's very hard to preach. I mean, it's very easy to preach and talk about that when there's money in the bank. It's very easy to preach that when there's But when you are facing real challenges, medical challenges, financial troubles, and things like that, that's when you know where your trust truly lies. And so, Father, we, we turn to you to, today. We thank you, Lord, for Global River Church. We thank you, Lord, for what you are doing, the revival that is breaking out. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done in the Supreme Court, what you are doing in our nation. We praise your name. We say it's you. We thank you, Lord, because we have people that have been marching and standing. We thank you that you use them. But, Lord, it's you that's rescuing America. It's you that's rescuing every life in this house. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's you only. It's not anybody else that no man should take any glory from you. It's you. You. We are a made people. We are a made people. We acknowledge you. I'm not ashamed to say God made me. I'm not ashamed to say God made me. And as long as I continue to have that attitude, it will continue to color my life. It will continue to decorate my life. That's how it works. If you are your own source, then good luck with that. So, Father, we just honor you today. Lord, I praise you. I thank God for the leadership of this church. I thank you, Lord, for Pastor Tom and his wife. In fact, I want us to do something right now. Everyone that is spirit-filled, that knows the Lord, I want you to turn your heart and your energy and your strength towards this couple. I want us to release the fire of God the protection of God, the Zoe of God. For they have been carrying the mantle and the touch of God and it's been shining bright in this, sea, in this region. Lord, I pray, oh God, for this apostolic couple that you have raised for this church. Not just this church, but for this region, oh God. Lord, as a church, we lift up our voice. Come on, church. Pray with me. Pray with me. Pray with me. We lift up our voice on their behalf. Any attack on your life. Because you are the one in the front. And because you are the one leading the way, you usually will get hit first. But Lord, I'm asking, oh God, for fortification. I'm asking, oh God, for their mind to be strong, for their strength to be renewed, for their finances to be blessed, for open doors in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we as a church, as a church, we lift our voice, we lift our voice in one accord. We lift our voice in one accord. Every attack in the mind, oppression, suppression, depression break I break your hold in the name of Jesus I speak life I speak life in the name of Jesus over your children, over your grandchildren over your great grandchildren in the name of the Lord Jesus we to We call for the holy angels of God we call for fortification for fortification in the name of Jesus wherever the grandkids are the great grandkids are the fire of God surrounds them like a shield in the name of Jesus. There will be no more problems in this family in the name of Jesus, no more bad news, no more bad news in the name of Jesus. We decree, it as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus, a new lease of life, a new lease of life, a new wind in the name of Jesus. Come on, church, pray with me, pray with me. We decree and declare more strength, more anointing in the name of Jesus the fire of the Holy Ghost 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 Ghost. a new wave in the name of Jesus a new wave God is doing a new thing in your life in the name of Jesus it's not over and your reward will be great my son, say the spirit of the God, I have seen your toil, I've seen your labor, I've seen your dedication, I've seen your consistency, and your reward will be great. Here in this earth, and in the great beyond, say the spirit of the living God, keep going my son, go in this thy might, go in this thy strength, go in this thy might, I am with you, I am with you, go, in the name of Jesus, maseta Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, church. Pray, 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 pray. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to encourage everybody. In your private prayer life. Pray for them. Pray for them. They are in the forefront. So the first attack will come at them. But the Lord is shielding you. New armor. New strength. New anointing. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Beyond what you can think. Beyond what you've seen. You haven't seen anything yet yeah, 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 A new wave in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Joy. Rejoicing. I hear joy and rejoicing. Joy and rejoicing. Joy. I speak that over you. I speak that over you, Pastor. In the name of the Lord Jesus. For you have been a faithful steward of the mysteries of the kingdom. For you have carried my touch all these many years. The Lord is saying reward has come. Promotion has come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. 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 Shift your gaze. Shift your gaze. Turn your gaze towards him. Don't look at man, look at God. If God will use man, he will use man. But look at God. Look at God. Keep your eyes on him at all times. And then you'll be safe. For I am safe in his hands. He will keep me from all harms. I am safe in his hands. He will keep me from harm. He's our source. Father, we thank thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, we are asking for more fire, more fire on Pastor Tom, on Pastor Terry and their families, every leader in Global River Church. This is not a joke. There's a spiritual thing that just happened. A new anointing, new wine, new wine. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to share that I felt that I needed that so much. And we needed that. We needed that. And I, I'll i just tell you a little physical manifestation. I felt the strength pouring into me. And I felt like from the top of my head, I felt my spine just being pulled up and straightened. And I felt strength. So I receive it, God, for both of us. Hallelujah. I was going to say that I While we were praying, I saw a shaft of light, like a, like a, like a pillar. So that's a confirmation. Thank you, Jesus. You know, thank you, Pastor, for being obedient, because today my brother would have done 40. And you know what I tell you? I feel... I went to something last night. I've, I've um, you know, Christians sometimes don't admit, you know, that they're just, you know, struggling with depression because, you know, people don't know unless they've been in, in your shoes. Well, let me tell you from last night until today, it's like, I feel like that finally, you know, when you said no or God news, I felt like that thing finally broke and it's not going to come back. Amen. Praise the Lord. So you have an assignment. If you are a part of Global River Church and you love this man and this woman, pray for them. I know you are doing that already, but some of us are not doing it. Let's be honest. Add their names to your prayer list. and Say, Lord, increase strength. Increase strength. Increase strength. Pray for them. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are done. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for the service. We honor you for what you have done. Lord, we bless your name. Anyone that is depressed, that's under any form of depression right now, I speak to that spirit. Life now in the name of Jesus. Be broken in the name of Jesus. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I speak hope. I speak faith. I speak restoration. I speak deliverance in the name of Jesus. Go in this thy might in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Lord, we honor you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory.